today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. More than 200 criminal cases uh, across the country have been tossed out due to unreasonable delays. Uh, and, and by the way, we're not just talking about jaywalking or something here. We're talking about murder, sexual assaults, drug trafficking, child luring. Why are these being tossed? What's going on? Let's ask Jeff Manishin, uh, a criminal lawyer, of course, with Ross and McBride, former Crown Attorney. Uh, he joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show. Uh, great to have you on the program again, Jeff. Thanks so much for the time today. Certainly, Bill. I remember years ago, I think maybe even back to the days when I was on city council, I bumped into you. Uh, I think the uh, attorney general was in town uh, at the courthouse and making an announcement about legal aid or something at the time. And, and and I said, wow, this is great news. And you said, this is a Band-Aid. There's so much more work has to be done. And that's got to be like 10, 12 years ago. And now here we are in a situation like this where all of a sudden these things are getting tossed out. What, what's what's wrong? Is the system broken? Well, certainly there are flaws, and I would say this. Uh, what the Supreme Court of Canada felt is if you're charged with a, an offense and you want to have your trial at the Ontario Court of Justice, a year and a half should be enough time to get your trial heard. Okay, 18 months should be enough. And if you have a trial in Superior Court, fine, another 12 months. So think of it, though, two and a half years start to finish. That's a reasonable time to get a case done for trial. Mm-hmm. And that's what they basically have said is, and these, the issues of somebody's right to be tried within a reasonable period of time has been under consideration by the Supreme Court of Canada for a couple of decades. It's not new. There have been problems. Years back, you, remember, you may remember the name of a case called Askov. It was a case that the Supreme Court of Canada, basically, they had shorter guidelines. They said cases at the Ontario court, maybe in the range of uh, 10 to 12 months. And so you had a whole bunch of cases. Over 12 months, they were tossed. Then they moderated, and they, they modified that, and they fine-tuned it, and they built in a number of different factors. What was the position of the defense? Did they agree to any of the delay or not? Was the accused bound by strict conditions of bail or, or in custody, those sorts of things, complexities of the case, inherent time requirements? That didn't seem to get a result. You still had a lot of cases lagging. So a year ago, the Supreme Court of Canada, in a case called Jordan's, look, enough of this already. Here's what we're doing. Okay, we're not going to make it that complicated. It's going to be 18 months start to finish, and if it's longer than that, the Crown's going to have to explain it. Less than that, the defense is going to have to do some dancing to succeed, to get a case thrown out. And Superior Court, another 12 months. And beyond that, again, Crown will have to explain or not. Well, now, how did, how did they come up with that number, though, Jeff? That's a terrific question, Bill. My information is that they did not seek the input of all the various counsel who were arguing the case. They didn't it, it, say to the counsel, look, we're thinking of a number, and we want to make it a sort of presumptive beyond this is too long unless... What do you think? What do the statistics say? What can you work with? From what I've heard, they came up with the numbers on their own. Now, now you might say, well, that's not really an evidence-based decision. And if that's the way that they unfolded it, you'd be right. But but I mean, these are all people that are, are, are rich in judicial experience. I mean, if they're sitting on, on the highest court. So, I, okay, granted, let's, let's give them that. But by the same token, if they're going to say 18 months, uh, you know, pick a number, which apparently seems like what they've, they've done here, you would think they say, well, here's why it's 18. And, and I've never seen in any, any, any story I've read about this over the last little while, Jeff, any sort of an explanation as to why it's 18. And another way to phrase it, Bill, is if you said what was the basis upon which they came up with that number based on, say, statistics, based on yeah, evidence, yeah. based on submissions, you won't find it because it didn't happen. They just did it. Okay, so that is an issue. But that being said, one, there are a host of different problems and delays and issues in the system. And one of them, and this is, you know, I'm not currently up to date in terms of precise stats, but I know for the last several months, 
there have been several federal superior court appointments that have been like positions that have been vacant. I think Calgary, Alberta has has got you know a couple dozen, and other provinces have had two. And so, if you don't have your full judicial complement, and I'm not talking about new spots, I'm talking about filling those that are vacant by retirements. Then fill them. Well, if you don't fill them, you're going to have a backlog. If you're going to have a backlog, you're going to have cases taking too long to get through the system. Why, though? That, let's, you know, where there's That's so many the sidebar issues. I, I think there were issues about... Because as you know, Jeff, I mean, you've been in the biz a long time. There are no lack of applicants for those jobs. You oh, know that. That's right. I think they had talked, the federal government, I think, had talked about potentially changing the federal appointment process. And there was some issues about who was going to be on the committees and all. But they took a they have taken a pretty long time to get that in order. Now, in the last few months, I've seen a spate of more appointments. And to the extent of Ontario Court of Justice, too, you know, I think there are, there are vacancies. So that's an issue. You know, I think, too, Bill, there's, there's, you, you could go into a fairly comprehensive review and find a number of different areas for delay. Um, you know, I think that, that uh, prosecutors could potentially be a little more uh, ready to exercise the discretion not to proceed with cases. Um, I think that from the standpoint of some of the material, the length of time it gets, to, it takes to get disclosure out, that could certainly be dealt with more efficiently. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.